okay with Pamela Perry Gillart, The Ring Mistress is the is the screenplay. Really interesting film. You know, it's got all kinds of action adventure. It's got smugglers. It's got pirates. It's got the Russian mob. It's got shenanigans that take place. But uh, Pamela, I just want to talk because this was originally a feature, but then you switched it to kind of like a limited series, I guess, right? Well, you know, I'm in the process because um, I really do. I had started previously. I had gotten an offer to write 10 episodes of for a, an Indian production company. Okay. So I had to write like, you know, 10 hours of, of a story. And it's a really great experience. Like instead of writing a script that's 90 pages or, but I, you know, I, when you, when you make the story 10 hours, everything changes kind yeah. of, you know, and especially when you link it back, you know, the ending to the beginning. So you're getting all this information that you're sneaking in you know, about the, about the ending. So I really enjoy that. And like with the, with the ring mistress. Um, so it was, it was a really big story. And, and then I cut it down to the 90 minute, you know, the hundred page feature. Yeah. And then, um, and then I did a, a pilot and the pilot has gotten like a lot of reviews and I thought like, okay. So then I started working on doing a 10 episode series. Yeah. That's like, the way to go these days. Everybody seems to be wanting to watch limited series instead of features. So, well, and they're really like, I really enjoyed, you know, the challenge. Like I had the challenge um, with the Indian film, which was, which was, uh, you know, not, appropriate for you know it was it was yeah. about india and it, it was an indian detective story yeah but i loved doing it because like you know they had the arabs and this and the pirates and the you know it was very much action adventure so mm -hmm. yeah and so anyway so i have changed this and i'm working on moving mm -hmm. you know i have all i have the ending so i just have to write the 10 hours but you see like in, in today's world like the like two two like the queen's gambit or the white lotus those would have been 10 years ago those would have been feature films but right. they just they just extended the in, instead of making a two-hour movie they made it an eight-hour nine-hour movie and they just kind of like flushed it out into a limited series and that seems right. because the binge watching uh, concept everybody's staying at home that seems to be the way that people want to consume their product now i guess right well, I mean, I I um I enjoy. I'm definitely a binge watcher, mm -hmm. and I think like action adventure is because uh, I've watched some of them that are like horror, and it gets like sort of tedious. At least like for me, yeah. It's like yeah, it should have been a feature. Should have been. Yeah, because but it's but the danger. ones that are yeah. I was going to say it's the danger of flushing out too much, right? Like it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like. It's like, it's like it's sort of like flushing anything out it's like it's the, the, the danger of like let's uh, losing its luster i guess right it, i think it kind of like weakens the tension yeah. and um 
and 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 but like but this story had started out you know as a as a, a big big story yeah. uh, you know where the people in the story are like young like the ringmistress is three years old originally but you know now I have all that backstory that I'm in my mind of like you know how she became the ringmistress and you know so there's plenty of action and and history and there's all of these uh very very outrageously um alive characters that are neither good or bad i don't think i of just people yeah. that uh are artists also you know they lived in the creative world so so then you've had some like this when when did you start writing this script and then like how, how, how many years ago well, i've been writing the script for 12 years 12 years and it's yeah. changed it's changed through its through the times i guess right yeah i mean that's like the great thing like um i started writing later in my career it was sort of like I felt it was like a gift that was just given to me. But in the beginning, you just I just wrote and wrote and wrote like I didn't care if it was perfect or anything. I just like wrote hundreds of stories. That's amazing. So tell us, tell us, tell us about like, when did that come to you? When did you said you started writing later in life? How did that all come to you when you decided to start writing? Uh, actually, um you know, it's, a, of course, like a long story, but uh, my husband and I had a, a, a very, very wonderful business, manufacturing business of um, custom. We did uh, custom furniture for Major League Baseball, basketball, oh, wow. uh, yeah, hockey, and uh, it was all like knocked down. Anyway, there was a recession and it it gets really complicated of like what happened when the recession like know, in 2008 trading with this is 2008? 2008 yeah okay and you know we had this big business and all of a sudden like our wood was it, you know doubled in the price and shipping everything got like crazy inflated so yeah. um I just I started right I started writing about that experience that was like my first story of like what it feels like when it's out of your hands like we used to show in High Point North Carolina yeah. and then we had a big got a big showroom and everything and we went down and I said to him there's something wrong because like they're letting us book into the hotel like right in town usually you had to stay way out of town hundreds of thousands of people yeah. from all over the world would go to High Point North Carolina nobody was there like because and it has to do with like shipping with China and you know, they really wanted us. To, it's it's like a was like a business thing. So I just yeah. started writing and writing, and we um, we moved to Connecticut, and I just started like walking. They have these beautiful like forestry park, yeah. And I started walking in the park, and believe it or not, I just it's the tree, the atmosphere just sort of kind of like healed me, but also gave me this gift of being able to write like I totally think that, yeah uh, you know I mean because a lot of my ideas and concepts like are right out of 
that forest that that I'm fortunate enough to oh, wow. walk in every But what day. happened to the business? Did it did it succeed? Did it Oh <laughs> no, I bless you. Um we had to give the business up because we had you know, we had a huge our overhead was like ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And um but like they um they like wanted us to work with China. And so I, I was making mostly chill, fabulous children's furniture, bunk beds. And, you know, it was really fabulous. And, um, you know, then they, they sent back a sample of what it would look, you know, of China. They like, everybody wanted me to have it made in China. Oh, gotcha. The, the, right. The, the and then expenses. like, I just said, you know what, like just take, cause it was all knocked down. Gotcha. So it could ship in boxes and it could ship anywhere and it was easy to assemble. Yeah. And and like I we just sliced off the end of one of the posts that and you could see that inside was all of that like wood that's like pasted together. Yeah. And then they just wrapped this really good around it to make it look like real wood. But like I yeah. the wood inside is very toxic. I couldn't. It sounds like an analogy for a lot of things in, in our life now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is. And but the thing is, is is that um, you know, you realize that you know it's about the corporations, and yeah. it was you know the and they and they really, um, you know, they like Highport, North Carolina, used to manufacture all the fabric for automobiles and furniture and that they completely wiped that whole business out like they shut it down like I just got a notice that they're starting back up again but you know I'm out of, I'm out of that business but I'm trained as an artist and I I, I wrote my whole life um, yeah. the journal from the time I was very young so I was always used to writing every day but the idea for and a lot of like the ring mistress comes from I used to work at the renaissance fair in California I lived in California which is where I met my husband and I had a booth at the renaissance fair for many years in uh in northern uh California's the Northern Renaissance Fair. Yeah. And when you work at the Renaissance Fair, I don't even know if they have it anymore, but it is everything in the world that you it, it's really magical and uh a lot of very unique people. Like the people that you meet there are unusual there's performers there's there's actors and they just you know have to dress authentically you have to dress authentically to be in it yeah. so the ring mistress the seed of the ring mistress comes out of of that experience of being and also mm. when i was I, I was i'm a professional photographer wow but when I was young, also, I, I worked briefly with the Ringling Brothers Circus. And okay. I traveled on the circus train. I, stayed, I lived on so the you know this car. world. So I know this world. What I about the Russian? What... what about the Russian mob then? Do you want to disclose how you know the Russian mob? No, <laughs> I'm going to keep that a secret. <laughs> wow. Nothing to do with the wood industry? It's another story. It's yeah. another story. Yeah. So this is all kind of like like it's not personal story but it's like there there's you're familiar with uh 
with the world that you're creating. Right. I'm and and you know, uh, some of the characters are, you know, um, at the time, um, you know, being gay in California was not a big deal for people. Yeah, sure. So um, these her uh, Juliet, who is the protagonist, she's eighteen, yeah. and uh, her, she has two fathers. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I wanted to just, if we do the proof of concept, I wanted to introduce um, Alejandro's partner, gotcha. who is a very interesting character also. And they're a wonderful family. You know, they they exist as a family and they're is happy. Is this a modern setting? Like, is this uh, like well, this is now it goes into being um, they start out with the circuses in Florida because that's where the uh, circuses yeah all hang out and um and i think i wrote a note to you saying like originally the story um she was a horse she rode horses yeah you told me in the, in the blog interview right. yeah, you switched and it. then like i as the time progressed from the yeah. beginning of the story i it, it's totally unacceptable to have animals performing now it's it's like you know it's it's because they're worried about cruelty to animals. But my personal experience with Ringley Brothers was that the animals were gods. But like they're they, still doing, they still have like lion tamers and stuff and circuses, right? I think they, they still have They don't animals. really know. I just know that it's um, a lot of them, like they don't allow the elephants anymore, but the yeah. elephants in the circus that I was, you know, Ringling with Ringling Brothers yeah. were, uh, they were like children. Like they treated them not like animals. <laughs> they treated yeah. them like. I just remember like, going as a kid and they just would poop all the time. That's all I remember about elephants. Well, but, you know, this, the they, um, they actually, the trainer, his name was Gable Gunther Williams. Yeah and um at the time and he was like a wonderful animal trainer and he had a gift and he could speak to them and they would speak back to him actually yeah. i mean i watched it so so you know i got a love for how the people live gotcha. the lifestyle of circus people and it is a it is a fascinating thing i know there's been a few movies about it but like not not yeah like i think you know there's really nothing out there no um, not 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 right now but like that's the thing too is that mm -hmm. it you know it could be a little expensive but uh it's a it's an exciting story with like you said there's um well I, uh, you know great I, characters i interviewed a document someone who was like high flyer like they made a documentary film about this high flyer person works in the in a circus and and when i was interviewing them what's fascinating is that they they, they go to different towns all the time right so like so using the, the LGBTQ characters as an analogy, they're in California, it's not a big deal. They go to Alabama, it's like it, it's a it, it's the same country, but everything, every state they go to is a different their the lens is different. You know what I mean? It's a different cut. It's like so fascinating what they're like, no other profession except for wrestlers, I guess, go to different towns every two days and like and like see the see the world i guess but I mean, right right yeah. like well so this is this is a, a traveling circus yeah and but the thing about like these characters is that like everyone loves them like they are not they're um 
they're they're immediately accepted they have like a, a respect for themselves they don't feel like oh you know i'm not going to be accepted or people aren't going to like me yeah. they're like i'm the ringmaster's mistress's father or what you know they're they have this confidence yeah characters and these are people that i actually knew that could fit in anywhere with anyone and um and be you know desired to be there you know they want to know these people so in terms, in terms of your script it's like you ask you to what you just kind of describe in two words you said high stakes and 100% agree like this 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 script is like fast paced it's like it doesn't stop i guess right like it it's almost like the traveling circus it just keeps moving it doesn't it doesn't like the the this... yeah and the thing is is that like um they 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 also have motorcycles <laughs> like um <it's, laughs> yeah and they it, because they are like adventure and they don't you know they're not like mm -hmm. really normal so they they and they and in even in the beginning of the screenplay you see they enter three of them enter through a rotating cage yeah. on motorcycles and they drive the motorcycles out so when they travel they travel on a motorcycle so does Juliet yeah but it's like you know I think motorcycles are exciting and like yeah. you know the costume, yeah it's brave and it's uh, adventurous and and so uh, that's another aspect that they they live on the train but they travel on mm. their motorcycles that's amazing. Yeah. So it's such a really great script, and it seems like well, so you and you you said that you've written, written over thirty scripts or thirty stories since two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, I have like a lot, but yeah. And what what I recommend to anyone is like, if you're in the mood to write, like don't worry if it's perfect or that you course, know you yeah. have like the uh, all is lost moment on page 94, like just write your stories and get them out there because then you, you'll go into like a different phase where you refine them and you yeah. go back to them. And sometimes you weave two stories together or you introduce a character that, that is, will be good in this story that like, didn't, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's just as much, ammunition as you could have behind you when you really say i'm going to market i have something to sell writing is that's what writing. i feel that that i am i mean like that's what i was before i had a business i was a salesperson i sold you know and i sold it to major league baseball yeah. so, and hockey and and, and there and so i said i'm just gonna do this again i'm gonna sell my scripts now so good speaking of that so then that's what your that's what your your goal is you want to make want make sure one of your scripts is made into a tv show or a film i guess right yeah and i and and um you know so that takes like another skill set yeah. like that's not the skill set of of um, that's why this is such a wonderful experience because I'm getting to talk to you and that gives people a lot of confidence and you feel like secure because um, I feel that the little uh, um, table reads that you do are almost like query letters. Like I'd rather send out my table read yeah. than a query letter. It's like, it's well, that's more sort of today. My... It's like, it's like electric. It's like, you know, but it takes a little bit of, 
you just don't wake up one day and are great at speaking on video. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was always my concept, like way back when, because we, we used to do it in like within this co-op, the readings and like, and it wasn't going anywhere. It was just like an exercise for the, for the writer and the actors and the discussion. And I'm like, yeah, these could be great career. Writers. And that's sort of funny that you mentioned that because it was like, if like, cause the world was changing in terms of like YouTube and digital and things like that. And I was like, this, this could be like, these videos could be good query letters. And that was sort of my inspiration. So it's funny well, that you like said that. Yeah. I, that's it. It really inspired me, you know, and I, and I, um, because it's innovative like that's what like to me being in america is like free you, you have the ability to ha be, have a, be in free enterprise if you want to yeah. you don't have you don't have to go out and get a job you can make a job for yourself yeah <laughs> and 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 this was like yeah you know this is this what you're doing is is uh very creative and it generates a lot of energy it, you know so I'm grateful for you and 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 the opportunity no you're very it's funny you might like it's all about confidence too i think the way you're mentioned too right where it's like you feel that you're yeah. not in a vacuum because that's the thing with screen worth writing is that you can feel that that nobody's you just because you're you're it's a lone it's a sole kind of job right where you can spend hours in front of the computer your pajamas you're not getting anything back, I guess, right? There's nothing coming back to you, I guess, right? There's nothing coming back. And like this is like, like I said, it's a little bit extended. I don't want to like go over my time, but um, other there, you know, there's some big producers that allow you to give you their, their pitch and you have like five minutes or yeah. something. And um, you are so it's like getting high or something. You're too high to actually, because it's yeah. like you feel so much pressure yeah. that, that you're you're not grounded. But yeah. this is like grounding, and and I noticed that like from just from talking to you the last time, I the next time I gave a pitch to a producer, I wasn't great, but I was much much better. Oh, that's so interesting. I appreciate you saying that. So no, oh, well, I well, I want to tell everyone. You know, it's like um, because you know, I was able to get my thoughts out with you, and although it was extended, I realized that. But you know, you could bring it down to like fifteen minutes if you want, because it's a good experience for people. I know you're giving a lot of your time to it, but. Well, I, 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 you pro I promise I got you have one. I they give you like a warning, so you have one minute left. So I'm going to put you on the spot then and say, why should people? Why should people? Why should this? Why should this be made into a limited series? Why should this script script be made into a limited series? Because it is um, vividly alive with very interesting characters. Lots of action that that requires skill. Like I, I appreciate like anything in martial arts or archery or things that are really, you know, skill that require. You know, it's not like taking AK whatever they are and and just it's it's and so these people are skilled and it sort of teaches you how to like walking being a, a funambulist. An ambulance yeah. is, um, you know, a tightrope walker, but there's a trick to it. And the trick is the poles that they carry change their center of gravity. Mm -hmm. So it's just like for them, it's like walking on the floor 
the tightrope, but it's an illusion. Yeah. Like you you think, ah, you know, but but basically it it's it's um it's a great skill. I mean, of course you have to practice <clears throat> and, and anybody can't just jump up there right away. But um and also the the um you know the interaction, you know, when they go for the jewels, they actually go underwater into <clears throat> a a a, a preterminally mine. And there's an earthquake. Yeah. So it's really exciting. And the pirates come and yeah. they get the jewels. They steal the jewels off the yeah. ship. You know, so it's 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 an adventure. It's an yeah. action adventure. It's it's fun. It's got it's got the Russian mob, it's got the pirates, it's got circus, Colorful. it's got LGBTQ uh characters, it's got family uh relationships, daughter family rela- uh, exactly. father, daughter yeah, relationships. A, and mother. The mother is yeah. part of the uh, and the the, cool. the the thematic is about the tightrope. It's like that's the thematic of of the of the of exactly. what she does is that it's all about the illusion of of stability, the illusion of balance. Exactly. So you can pretend, you can fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So, so great okay, to talk so, to you. And uh let's talk again. And let's 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 yeah. do some let's do some work together. Yeah, that would be great. And I'm gonna send you some information too. So have a great day and all the best to you. And this is really a treat. Thank Thanks. you. Fade in. Teaser. Current time. Interior, backstage circus, restroom stall. A shabby bathroom, six wash sinks, six stalls. Shapely legs and gladiator sandals are visible beneath the bottom of the first stall. The owner of the legs vomits. Juliette Argider, 18, innocent but bold beyond her years, staggers out of the stall in a tattered and worn gladiator costume. She goes to a sink, cups water into her mouth, rinses and spits it out. She slaps herself in the face a few times, smiles at her reflection in the mirror. She confidently proclaims, Ladies and gentlemen, the ring mistress. She puts her hands up in the air and takes a dramatic bow. End teaser. Act One. Exterior, backstage circus, early morning. Juliet peeks through the curtain, She glances at two empty seats in the front row of a packed house. Interior, circus tent. The sphere of death, a sparkling caged globe, shoots flames of fire as it spirals downward. Three lightning-fast motorcycles race within the spinning interior. Exterior, Florida, Country Road. A red 1976 El Dorado, bullhorns secured to the front bumper, is full steam ahead then abruptly deflects right at the sign Circus Argider. The caddy charges down a bumpy trail to a striped circus tent at the heart of a packed dirt parking lot. Exterior, circus parking lot. The Eldorado maneuvers toward the circus entrance. Stunned parking attendants, geared up to orchestrate the crowd's speedy departure, wave the car to the side. Ivan Majorovsky, 50, a surly Russian with a strawberry-blonde trophy bombshell sitting close, gouges through the barrier, thrusts to the entrance, parks. Shaken traffic controllers race to the gate-crasher. Get the door for the lady. 
You're endangering lives by parking here, sir. Ivan storms out of his car, slapping the kid a twenty. You're in a fire zone. You have to move. Ivan snatches the twenty back, stuffs it in his pocket. I'm the fire schmuck. Now get lost. Ivan muscles around and opens the door for stunning Dauphine Argider, thirty-nine. Long tan legs, platform heels, full-length mink, dripping in vanity. What's the big commotion? Get your ass in gear. I don't want to miss the whole damn thing. You're the one who had to stop at the dog track. For the ice, my dear. Remember the ice? She shrugs. Sultry Dauphine emerges from the caddy like a miracle of nature. Ivan reaches into the car, unlocks the glove compartment, removes a small package. He slips it into his pocket and slams the door. Interior, circus tent. The spinning, roaring, flashing globe touches down in the center ring. A clown opens the door to the cage as the three bikes thunder out, leaving flaming trails as they exit. Leaping off the bikes, each rider breathes fire when he takes his bow. The first is Alejandro Arguider, 42, a drop-dead gorgeous, flamboyant, sensually erotic, androgynous circus owner of Spanish descent, formerly of the Royal Imperial Ballet. Next is Primo, 17, Alejandro's adopted son. He's dressed as a caricature of an old woman, big boobs, big butt, buck teeth, and sunglasses that conceal an eye patch. A flashlight interrupts the dark backdrop as an usher leads Ivan and Dauphine down the center aisle. 